Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. should go on the right ear uh, but it doesn't it would make sense for you for me i'm like no oh but well. that's because i'm on this side yeah. well why don't you just flip your earphones around no okay i'm a rule follower <laughs> <sighs> we're waiting we're young your talent is waiting <laughs> <laughs> talent <laughs> Jake, what? You're not the talent we are. Is there a door? Nope. That sound I made reminded me of a dream I have to tell you that I had this morning. Was or it you vomiting? <laughs> you All see. Right. You right. will see. Great. They have two signs. <laughs> That's not fair. Paving to What the fuck? How much did everyone pay for these cardboard signs? They can't even... Never mind. <laughs> Hello, hello. Is this recording? Hello. What? Is oh, oh. never mind. I won't say it. I was hello. gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> Am I done talking? <clears throat> what? Oh, there you are. Yeah. She always sounds good to me. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, are we gonna have a door or not? I mean, yeah. Are you gonna sit in the doorway? That's the only way I would want the door open. Otherwise. Otherwise, I want to shut. <laughs> Bye, Mike. Thanks, bud. See you later, Gator. That's not even right. It's not even. Does that even shield any noise? What is this? Thank you, Mike. <laughs> We're trapped in here. Good, so I can kick this one down when we're done. <laughs> Theme song.
what's your excuse? Oh, I forgot Aaron's wife was here. I was like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> uh, put the theme song where I said. Anyways, Aaron's wife just gave me some clowns. What's her yep. name? Nikki. Nikki. Yep. We're going to talk this about them. got some pointy feet. We're going to talk about them whenever we do our uh, listener emails. Ooh. Email. I shouldn't make it plural. Don't kiss it. I didn't. I kissed it from afar. <sighs> I'm so worried about your soul. <laughs> it's gone. It doesn't belong to me. <sighs> Anyways, well, welcome to What's Your Excuse? The podcast. I'm Megan. And I'm Caitlin. And this is the podcast where we talk about the reasons why we don't have souls. Um, I have a soul. Uh, yeah. Why I am saved. I don't have a soul. And uh, the reasons we're fucked up individuals and That's right. the spooky shit that we like. So. Yeah. It's been a while. My, it has. And we it are feels ready. like forever. I know. We're both very giddy tonight. Yeah. I'm excited. Pumped. Uh. <laughs> Okay, so how was your week? Damn, I really feel like I had shit prepped. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. Um, uh, Oh, well. It's very echoey again. It is pretty echoey. It's probably because there's not a real door. Yeah. They're not listening to us, so. They never do. That'll be your job to take out afterwards. Pay attention to your talent. So thanks. (laughs) Okay, so you felt like you had stuff prepped? Yeah. And now you've forgotten all of it. Uh, I remember the last three days. Okay. Um, but, I mean, the rest of my week, was, uh, it was pretty okay. Good. I, my job was flooded. I think I mentioned yeah. that last week. Yeah. So, I don't really have a job to go to. Um, so, that's been weird. This morning, I ran five and a half miles. Does that finger look bruised? Oh, yeah. Right? It's very I think dark, so. right? It is. It's probably broken. Probably. Anyways, go ahead. Uh, this morning, I ran like five and a half miles. I don't know how. Jesus. So that was cool. I don't know where it came from. Uh, I've just been trying. Yeah, probably. Um, Just been, you know, trying to work out a little bit to make me get out of bed. Yeah. And by bed, I mean couch because I don't even get to my bed. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, uh, I've been doing that. And yesterday, my students had a competition. Yeah. Don't know how we did yet because they haven't posted the scores. Oh, neat. And so I don't understand why we don't know yet but it's fine um and well today a man what mike is out there what did say? i don't know he just looked at me oh. today i was uh getting a little bit of lunch and this man bought me a drink and he said this is to prove i'm not scared of you so i don't know if i've like peaked in life or um old white man yeah mm. and i was just like Okay, I was like, it's your fucking money, bitch. <laughs> Buy me a fucking drink. I don't give a sure. shit. I mean, I was like, I don't give a fuck what you think. Yeah. So if you want to pay for this next sangria margarita I'm going to have, go for it. it. Feels like a weird come on. It, yeah. I was right? Just like, like, this is him hitting on you, yeah, right? Yeah, I thought so. And you should have been like, like, I'm 17. <laughs> I was like, am I? No. <laughs> I wish you had. Uh, and I was just like, okay. it's your. I, I literally said, okay, it's your money. Yeah. And then I was like, because he was like, what are you drinking? And I was like, a sangria margarita. And he was like, and he uh, he was just like, this is to prove I'm not scared of you. And I was like, okay, Great. money, bitch, whatever. Perfect. I don't care. Uh, except for I had already had one sangria and then another sangria margarita. Yeah. And then he gave me that one. And it was really, like, I wasn't feeling like tipsy. I yeah. was just full. Yeah. I couldn't fit anymore. Yeah. My, and then with all the red wine, I was just like. 
I'm like dying. I was like, my acid reflex is about to come yeah, up but... through my throat. And yeah. I was just like, <laughs> Caitlin, I didn't finish it. Cause I didn't pay Good for it. Job. Yeah. I was like, okay, I got through as much as I could. And then I was like, no, yeah, I can't no. do this anymore. No. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much, and yeah, I've got this cool t-shirt on today that yep. goes in the dark and I got some new clown friends. Yep. She did. So my week is great. Great. How about yours? It was good. I went to school again. Yay! <laughs> uh, I did a haircut at school, a I, pixie cut. I saw. That, from like 18 inches to pixie. Good. So, it looked yeah, good. Thank you. So, and then uh, I colored she's it happy? today. Yeah. Good. Yeah, she's oh, very she happy. Col- what yeah. does it look like? Colored? I just bleached it out. I'll show you a picture. Yeah, show me. Um, I was like, I haven't seen that. Yeah. But so, and then I'm doing a raffle again because oh, I how much one star sucks because <laughs> because of the snow I couldn't do any shipped. So I got this me a is ticket. The only way Ooh, I can make that's money, cute. Right? Yeah. Um. So that's I'm doing a raffle. So I got me a ticket for that. Yeah, it's I'm ten excited. doll hairs. There's only a few tickets left if this is Wednesday. Uh, hopefully, two, there will be no tickets left by the two, time y'all hear this. Four, five. I'm counting the doll hairs on my clown. Um, Great. So, (laughs) and then uh, I told you all about getting the second vaccine. Woohoo! Yeah. And then, oh, Ryan got exposed at work. What? Really? Yeah. Is that why they weren't open Saturday Uh morning? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, because I fucking drove up there because my students had their competition. And I was there at like 6 a.m. And they weren't fucking open. And I was like, what the hell? Yeah. So I texted him immediately. I was like, why the fuck aren't y'all open? I know you're here on Saturdays and I would know if you requested off. Yeah. <laughs> he was asleep. Yeah. He texted me back like 40 minutes later and he was like, yeah, she just texted me and told me not to come in. So I did that. That's really all she said that night. Friday night she texted him and was like, We're, we won't be opening. Blah, 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 and didn't tell anyone why. And so That's finally garbage. they admitted like there's a case. I don't and understand like, why they can't just be upfront about that. Yeah. That does not make sense to me. Yeah. I don't get it. And you know what I realized? Because Ryan immediately like went and got tested uh, because we did the math on like when the last time he worked with that person was. And so he went and got tested and he's negative. Yeah. But so. So he's negative. But I realized something that the COVID-19 testing in America is actually also very classist. Mm-hmm. Because the people who need rapid tests can't afford them. No. And the reason they need them is so that they can get back to work. Yeah. And it, so it's either take a test and spend my electricity bill money on a test. Because it's like fucking $150 so that, or some yeah, shit, right? Yeah. yeah. So that I can go back to work or miss work for two weeks because I can't afford a test. Yeah. And so it really rubbed me the wrong way because I was like, oh, there's America's healthcare in action right there. Mm-hmm. And America, you know, what better example of America being a classist society? Exactly. Um, yeah. Now that I have insurance, I'm like, I could go get that. But yeah. I didn't have insurance until a month ago. Mm-hmm. And so like every time I had to, and I've been tested like at least 10 times. Yeah. And every time other than that, yes, I got the free testing done mm-hmm. because it comes back within, you know, two to three sometimes five business days yeah. and so i mean that was a lot of time i had to be without work yep uh, a lot of times obviously like 10 plus times yeah so i mean and then and then on top of that it can be wrong too because yeah. then a lot of symptoms and stuff don't even show for like 10 fucking days yeah like i will reiterate i know someone who had it and their 
uh, her spouse didn't get it. They lived in the same fucking house. She didn't start showing symptoms until 10 days later after the other person did. Yeah. And I'm just like, that's insane. Yeah. Like they were next to each other constantly and she didn't get it until 10 days later. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. fuck. It's just wild. Yeah. I don't know. So that just made me think of that. Um, but well, glad he's better, okay, though. You know, that's America's healthcare. It's just classist altogether. Just a piece of shit. It's a whole point of private insurance. Yeah. So it's to make sure poor people just die off. Yeah. Privatized insurance is just Darwinism, mm. truly. Mm-hmm. So. Survival of the fittest. Yeah. And by fittest, they mean richest. Yeah. Survival um, of the richest. Yeah. So, but uh, <laughs> other than that, my week was pretty good. Um, haven't seen that's it. I know. <laughs> We talked no, to man. I feel like we well we talked on the phone kind of regularly, but I feel yeah. like it's still even been a while. Yeah, it has. Like I, I don't know. I feel like other yeah. things happened. I think it's just because I've been in school. Yeah, I have less time. I'm on spring break, not this coming week, but the week after. Party. Yeah. Well, I'm just gonna try and do a lot of shift so I can yeah. make up for what I lost this week. Yeah. Hopefully, so. you make it up in uh, raffle tickets. Go buy one right now. Yep. Mm-hmm. I did. So should you. Um, I jump up off a bridge. I'm you jump off a bridge. Our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Just great. Just kidding. We don't do that. Money, money, money to go do. No, we don't do that. We don't. Actually, we don't. Yeah. No. We don't. Do we? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> we don't. No, no, no. We don't. We don't. Anyways, uh, I think we have a listener email, right? We do. For the first time in <laughs> ever because y'all fucking hate us. That's right. For whatever reason. Like, I don't know why we're perfect. <laughs> right? We're wonderful. Like, our voices are super inviting. Soothing. They are not fucking judgmental Abrasive. at all. <laughs> we're not fucking degrading you. Like, come on. Degrading you as individuals. Yeah, we're really fucking nice. We're fucking pieces friendly. Of shit. Um, Go fuck so yourself. This, we have one good one we care about. That's right. So this is our listener email. It says, hey, guys, even though I haven't met Caitlin yet because I have been a COVID sh- shut-in. She has now. You have affectionately referred to my vagina as a slide hole. No worries. Oh. I am just as horrified by the miracle of childbirth as you are. I remember that. <laughs> Aaron and I had been together 20 years before having our first kid because you and I are on the same fucking page when it comes to having a parasitic asshole bursting forth through your most tender body part. Wait, me and her and I. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> I would almost rather. <laughs> yeah, hate it. Oh. I, I, would ra- I would almost rather it go down alien style right through the chest. <laughs> no, that's my that's my exact fear, though. <laughs> said it. <laughs> I'm rambling, but I wanted to clear the air by saying I cracked up the entire time I was listening to you guys talk about my lady bits. <laughs> Megan, you are lovely. Just know that it, uh, that if you collected some weird oddity, I would gladly pawn off as much of my purge treasure on you as well. <laughs> I feel that if you collect dolls, a backstory is always appreciated. Just know that most of my quarantine was spent watching hoarders and being too pregnant to pick things up off the ground like an angry T-Rex. <laughs> I then went and did what every basic bitch in America did and bought the con uh marie, marie condo book yeah <laughs> i'm sorry i don't understand i don't understand the con marie 
what Marie Kondo? Yeah, but it's it's. Like, oh, I don't. I just know the name. I yeah, don't actually Marie know anything Kondo. about it. All I know is if it doesn't bring you joy within like immediately, it. and yeah. I'm like everything that I own brings me joy. So well, this like, your fucking shit won't work on me. I, yeah, everything I own brings me these joy clowns I'm bring unstable. me joy. Uh, I bought the Marie Kondo book Get and got to friends. work. <laughs> I found these dolls in a footlocker full of stuff from my parents' house and remembered that I collected clowns when I was little and thinking they must have ended up somewhere, but not really sure where. There are <laughs> more clowns. <laughs> there are more clowns just waiting to scare the shit out of me as I declutter, so I'll keep them coming if you're interested. <gasps> yes! Uh, Look at your says, little toes. No, I don't. <laughs> These, These are three. clown toe shoes. These three came from my Aunt Beverly. She was wife three of five. He's single, ladies. <laughs> this one had a nervous Can I breakdown. marry Aunt Beverly instead? I don't know. You'll she got clowns. Uh, these three came from my Aunt Beverly. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, this one had a nervous breakdown and filled four deep freezers full of QVC jewelry before maxing out all of their credit cards. I thought you were going to say bodies. Oh, no. I was uh, like. That's the only thing that goes in deep freezers. Yeah. I don't know why you'd put jewelry in there. Yeah. Uh, That's more weird, honestly, right? uh, Yeah. I mean, it's the life I'd like to live. (laughs) Having that kind of money to fill those. Oh. I mean, I guess she didn't have that kind of money because she maxed out their credit cards. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Uh, I don't know all the details. Was she hiding it? Oh, you don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know. Uh, I don't know all the details because I was really young. I just know she always had a gift for me every time I saw her. I find myself judging her less every day as more Amazon packages come in every day. (laughs) Plus, she'll always be a step up from the Romanian prostitute my uncle married. (laughs) I'm sorry, sex worker. My uncle married so she could get her green card. If these clowns creep you out. My cousin did that. (laughs) More on that. Uh, if these clowns creep you out as badly as they creep me out, feel free to throw them away. Otherwise, enjoy your nightmare fuel. Oh, I will never. These clowns aren't haunted, but they feel like a hermit crab shell for wayward ghosts. Please take a picture of me. <laughs> you guys crack me up and keep up the good work of breaking my workday boredom. Nikki. Oh, that's the nicest thing anyone's <laughs> ever wrote to us. It really is. Okay, take this picture. Okay. I put the mic up. Great. <laughs> they look like they're on my boobies. Hold yeah. On. All right. <laughs> I should have taken that with your phone because this is in mine forever. I'm sending it to you. I'm not going to take two of them. All right. Is it cute? It's, it's, it exists. Uh, So. (laughs) Mike, look at my dolls. You won't look. Uh, This week, do you want to tell them what we're going to talk about? Put them back in the bag. Okay. I was going (laughs) to ask if you wanted me to. I was content. (laughs) They're so, their little outfits are going to match perfectly with all my other clowns. And this one will go very well. Like, they're going to match with my very, like, orange and retro wall. And then this one's going to match well with one that was given <coughs> from another person. I don't know when I started collecting clowns. I think I mentioned this last when Aaron mentioned it. Mm-hmm. It, I, my mom, because I've collected the dolls. And then my mom gave me one clown that she found. And she was like, do you like this? And I was like, I am terrified. But I love it because I was, I, was deathly afraid of clowns growing up. Yeah. And dolls. Yeah. So I don't understand. But I just, and here's the thing, they just make me uncomfortable. I don't know if I've actually bought a clown for myself. I think other people have only bought them for me. Huh. I, bought, I bought my clown piggy bank. Cool. And yeah, my jester yeah, yeah, yeah. one. But I think every other clown I own has been gifted. Another thing that happened to me this week, I, I sliced my finger open. Oh. Yeah. Dude, my friend. Bad. 
My uh, friend sliced hers open. Do you want to see it? Yeah, it's I did terrifying. it with a cuticle pusher, a metal one. Oh. And uh, it just sliced right open. And at first I thought it was just like a superficial like scrape. And so everyone in class was like, oh, my God, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. And then my skin just went like, <laughs> and then blood just came out. And I was like, nope. Hers Donna. was on a, a My can. teacher sprayed it with alcohol. So that sucked. Okay, this is it. This is like nasty. Is it muscle? Yeah. We'll see. You ready? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. My asshole just is. She had to get so many stitches for days. Isn't that? Uh, my, it's terrible. My Shout asshole out to will not unpucker <laughs> for at least a week. Uh, yeah. It's. <gasps> I was like, she. She was like, y'all want to see? And I was like, I'm gonna vomit, but yes. And then I like kind of stopped staring get it out of my head. Right. I just was like, <laughs> I kept like staring at it and then going like, no, <laughs> no, uh, we will not post that photo on Instagram, no, yeah. but I also don't have is, that person's permission, Yeah, but it is gnarly it, AF. Yeah. Um, so she did it week, on opening a fucking yeah. can. Be careful mm-hmm. y'all. That's why like when I was a kid, I used to open it like that. I have a few. Not anymore. The first I time, just do that the number. first time I opened a Coke can, mm-hmm. I sliced my thumb wide open. Yeah. I have a small fear still to this day. I've never done it again, but still to this day, I'm like, I mean, until I was at least in the like eighth grade, I used to be like, when you open this can for me, people would be like, why? And I'd be like, fucking open it. Do you still open it that way with your thumb? Probably. Yeah. Don't do that. I don't know. (laughs) Don't do that. You just hold it by the base and then. Well, what if my little nails can't get under it? You can. Okay. You just force it. So anyway, it's safer. I don't know how Um, to do it. Do you want to tell them what we're going to talk about? That's right. And who should go first? Um, I went first last week, so okay. I believe you go first this week. Okay. But um, what we are... T- oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. Aaron was just staring in through that little... I, I looked over. I see that. I know. <laughs> but I could. And I just God. looked over and there were eyes like right there. And I was like... <laughs> I can't see either of them. I can't see the openings on either side. Thank God. <laughs> Anyways... Um, this week we are talking about haunted cemeteries. Yep. Um, super fun. I have you ever been to a haunted cemetery? I mean, I'm sure, but I yeah, I guess like, I didn't like experience anything. Yeah, I wasn't like I did. Where is it? One time, go to a cemetery that afterwards I broke out in like a giant rash all over my body, but I think I was just allergic to the grass. <laughs> I remember in high school there was one around town. I want to say it was in like Eddie. Patrick's. I was like, was it in Robinson? Because uh, that's where the one I was. May have been. Was it, it was, Patrick's? It was down Highway. It was pretty like far down Highway. Yeah, seven. maybe. So past like. Like moonlight and everything. So. I don't think so. I think it was near, near closer to Lorena because mm. I think it was off of Telephone Road. Oh, yeah. This one was like directly off of Highway 7, yeah. but like closer to like Rosebud Lot and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I heard stories about it. Like uh, <clears throat> a couple of my friends wanted to go ghost hunting out there and they went and they saw this like big black dog. What's it called? Oh, the Hellhound? Yeah. They saw a Hellhound. With red eyes and all oh, of that. Shit. Yeah. That's really and cool. And then uh, I think one of them passed out after he saw it. Yeah, I would too. So, yeah. Um, I totally forgot I lived on a haunted cemetery. Oh. Yeah, I don't know why this is a recovered memory happening to me right now. Um, Great. <laughs> my my childhood home in North Carolina, our property there had two cemeteries on it. Uh, so there, there was two separate cemeteries. Okay. And one of them was primarily infants. Cool. Yeah. So like early, early or mid to late 1800s. I'm sorry. Oof. Um. So like yeah. Yeah, a lot of shit was happening then. Yeah. Um. 
and infants weren't living very yeah. long. Infant so mortality rate. Was yeah, high. there was uh, I was there was at least like six infants, yeah. and then among like there's probably like maybe fourteen graves at yeah. that cemetery, and then probably the same about the other. Yeah. Um, I used to go pl- play in them as a kid. That makes sense. <laughs> I was always like, let's go see the cemetery. Um, because that was fun. This and that's really adding up. Makes sense for me. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I never personally had an experience with them. Yeah. But one time that, that house was very haunted. That's the one where like, uh, where my, day day was no, Damn it. no, this was like my childhood home. Mm-hmm. Um, so my great uncle Dick had a br- massive brain aneurysm in there died. Mm-hmm. Um, and, at the time, I didn't quite understand what that meant. So I just thought like all the walls were dripping with blood. And so that's what I envisioned going to sleep. I don't know why my parents told me that at five or four. But that's what I would imagine. Um, <laughs> and then this is also. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Where did the idea of brain aneurysm equals the shining? Well, they told me all the blood like explode, like it just came out of every orifice. Like, like, I mean, I don't uh, know. like he was like, I, I guess it was pretty intense or something. And yeah. so like, he was like bleeding from his eyes and shit. Okay. And they All didn't right. find him for a few days. Okay. So is what I think I is pretty sure I could be misremembering all yeah, of this. I mean, you were five. That's I was five. And it was a tiny yeah. bit traumatic. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> but, um, this is the house where in the hallway in between the two like main rooms of the house where we had all the sepia tone photographs of family members who had served yeah. that my brother then asked my father one day, he goes, daddy, why do the pictures on the walls talk to me at night? And so creepy as fuck, mm-hmm. you know, but one time my mom was in there and my dad was away on business or something, or was having to work an overnight shift or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she was like alone in the house. I don't even know if we had been born yet. And no. there was a massive thunderstorm and like shit was going wrong. No. Nope. The entire place lost power. And like my dad had just told her about like, he was trying to like fucking scare her with like a ghost story about like the cemeteries being on. Do I don't know. <laughs> but my mom was just like, fuck you, motherfucker. All like, that's going to happen is you're going to have to deal with them after something like this happens. Exactly. Yeah. She was trapped in like a hundred. That house was at least a hundred years mm-hmm. old by the time that I was born. And so- it was nearly a hundred year old house cabin that was not well insulated. The fucking there was like snakes in the ceiling and shit. And then we didn't start the timer. Huh. <laughs> um, we'll start now. And and then yeah, she's left alone here with a massive thunderstorm that's just like rattling the house. Mm-hmm. And then my dad was like, "Yeah, the ghost once a year like come through." And I don't know, fucking some shit like that. Nah. But so I guess I don't know if that was an actual haunting, <clears throat> but I yeah, mean, that place was haunted. That's probably because it was a hundred years old, and like a lot of our family lived there, and then people died there. So yeah, that would make sense. But we did have two cemeteries on our property. Hmm. Terrifying. Do you ever, let me ask you something because I found a discrepancy. Um, dead relatives. Eh? Do you frequently visit the grave sites? I've not had anyone close enough to me. Okay. That I would want to visit. Mm-hmm. Um, that has passed away. Okay. That has a grave site. Okay. So like Dada. Yeah. We spread her ashes. Okay. There's no actual burial yeah. site. Yeah. So here's the if discrepancy. It was my immediate family members, yeah. any of them, in like 
Max. Yeah. My dog. Yeah. I do. So, so here's the issue. I was talking to a few of my friends and I was like, well, we go to my grandparents' gravesite, uh, Easter, Christmas, Thanksgiving, their birthdays, Mother's Day, Father's Day, all of that. And they were like, what? Even Ryan was like, y'all do go to this. You go to the cemetery a lot. Because like, even if I'm just like delivering a ship order out near the cemetery, I'm like, oh, I'll stop in. Because I'm like, it's like stopping at their house. Yeah. It's no different. I mean, I would too. I but stop I in found, cemeteries just for fun. So. Yeah. But I found that. <laughs> if I knew I, someone there, <laughs> so go a lot more. The <laughs> argument was, <laughs> one of my friends was saying like, oh, I'm not going to do that with my parents. Like, no, no, no. I, like, mm. Oh my God. No, I will probably sleep like, on that grave. He was like, like to, I won't 100%. keep their ashes. They're going to be, he was like, they're going to be cremated. I won't even, I'm probably not. What do you do with them? And I was like, you put them on a mantle, you fucking monster. Yeah, get them on a cute little urn, a like, decanter. I don't he was know. Like, mm. No, he was like, that's just not how my family does. Like, we're not the people who like, and I was like, put grandma right in the trash. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was like. Fuck her. Are you going to throw her away? <laughs> Jesus Christ. And so then it became the topic of like Ryan's family. Like they don't really go to grave sites. And like this person's, this friend's family. Like they don't really. I was like, what? And they were like, no. And so I called my mom and I was like, hey, uh, does dad ever go to like the grave sites of his family members? Like the cemetery? And she goes, no. And I was like, why? And my mom goes, Megan. That's white people white shit people to shit. not go. And I was like, it is. <laughs> because like, Jacob, weigh in. Does your family go to the cemetery? I can almost guarantee you he's, he's not over there. He's, he's over. Wait. Wait. Are you Jacob? there? Oh. <gasps> Jacob cares about us. I see you. Jacob, does your family go visit the cemetery? Birthday. Oh, see, we do like birthdays, Mother's Day, Father's Day, Christmas, like important holidays, things like that. But we're also Catholic. Yeah. So I don't know if that's why we go on like Easter and stuff. But I feel like I mean we're just if, hoping that they'll pull a Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry. Resurrect, God bitch. bless me. Speaking of which, this no, you're going first. Never mind. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> I would go visit them though. Yeah. I just I mean if Dada had a grave, I oh, would. No, that that's All why I want to go get married right at here. her where we spread her ashes. Yeah. I don't know if I'll ever get married, but yeah. like, I mean. That the Lady Bird Johnson Wildflower yeah. Center will always hold a special place in my heart. I don't go there for holidays because it's like, oh. I don't fucking know. Yeah. You're not here anymore, I'm sure. <laughs> but uh, uh, it's still, it's like the well, sentiment. And like um, I said, like our whole family is here. Yeah. So it's a lot easier for us to be like, do, 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 do. <laughs> now Jake's over there. So uh, who? Jacob. Jacob. Oh, okay. So here is what I did. I did Greyfriars Kirkyard. Ooh. It is supposed to be the most haunted graveyard in the world. Mm. It is in, uh, I never know, Edinburgh? Edinburgh, yeah. Okay. Uh, there is a lot of haunted history there. Yes. Um, Can attest. I mean, I, yeah. I stayed there for yeah. a hot second. So By hot second, I mean a week. They but. have, <laughs> it has what, what some he, consider to be putting shit through the, the most haunted graveyard in the world, Greyfriars Kirkyard. I wonder if I, no, I didn't go there. I went to the... I went to one in Glasgow. Oh. I went to a giant, ne- I went to a necropolis there. Oh. Does it yeah. sound like a wonderland? Yeah, I mean, it kind of was. Like, <laughs> dude, those fucking monuments were like bigger than my yeah. house. Like, some of them were fucking huge. And Oof. then just like the most ornate statues. And I was like, I assume you fuck, like y'all mausoleums? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, they were mausoleums. Yeah. But yeah. 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 Sometimes they were for one person. Oh, God. And then, but yeah, I mean, 
because most of it was above ground, it's called a necropolis. Yeah. Like, and, and it was so big. It's, it's literally yeah. a dead city. Great. Is what it was. So Scotland's got a lot of fucked up. So, <laughs> uh, most of the hauntings are linked to the ghost of George Mackenzie, a merciless judge who presided over the trials of the Presbyterian Covenanters in the 1670s. Wait, I went on a ghost tour that included him too. Oh. This is so fun. The Covenanters had petitioned the king to allow freedom to practice their religion without interference. To crush this rebellion against the crown, bloody Mackenzie was brutal in his out in his up. Uh, out punishments and imprisoned 1,200 Covenanters in a field next to Greyfriars Kirkyard. Um, the prisoners spent over four months outside in the gra- graveyard awaiting trial. They had no shelter and were given a daily food allowance of just four ounces of bread. Can Jesus. you imagine? No, I would die. Uh, <laughs> conditions were so inhumane that the Covenanters' prison is often discover- described as the world's first concentration camp. Oh, in the end, many prisoners were executed and hundreds died of maltreatment. In a twist of fate, George Mackenzie was buried in the Black Mausoleum in Greyfriars, just around the corner from Covenanter's prison. Wasn't he drawn and quartered? Uh, I don't know. It might say later on. Okay. Sorry. Um, that's okay. If just, so, I went to the where they drew, drew oh and quartered God. him. <laughs> yeah, I stood in it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess that's no different than me going to. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to help you. I can't read your mind. London. Uh, uh, the castle. I Like. Uh, like the. What? The royal headquarters of London. <laughs> the royal. Uh, like you mean like. Oh fuck. Why can't I think? Yeah. Where like the queen. Yes. Yeah. I went outside there too. What yeah. the fuck is it called? And I know they drew and quartered people. Fuck. Oh, I God. Saw where Buckingham? Marie Anto- yes, Buckingham Palace. I saw where Marie Antoinette was killed. Oh, that's dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I saw where this guy got drawn um, and quartered. If he did, so, or I'm misremembering. I saw someone get drawn and quartered. Today, I didn't see it. Bloody Mackenzie may be dead and gone, but his spirit is said to live on and physically attack people. The attack started in 1999 after a homeless man broke into the Mackenzie's vault. Why? Damn. And allegedly unleashed an evil force. When the man tried to break into the casket, too, he stepped backwards and no fell way. into an old pit containing the rotting remains of plague victims from centuries earlier. He ran screaming from the Black Mausoleum. So why would you want to be? Oh, was it because, is it called the Black Mausoleum because people from the plague were buried yeah. there? And okay, I guess okay. so. I was like, why would you willingly want to be? Um, I guess you're then, dead. It doesn't yeah. matter. Since then, Greyfriars Churchyard has been the center of strange events linked to the McKenzie poltergeist. Visitors have left the cemetery with bruises, scratches, bright bite marks, and burns. Jeez. Some have passed out or gotten sick. Most attacks have occurred near the Black Mausoleum in the Covenanters' prison. There have even been two failed attempts at exorcism in Greyfriars. Strangely, one of the exorcists died a week later from a heart attack. The attacks escalated to the point whereby the city of Edinburgh closed off the Covenanters' prison from the public. Now the city only allows controlled visits to that section as part of the City of the Dead Ghost Walk. We stood in a tomb while our guide told us stories about the cemetery, the assaults, and and instructions on what to do if someone on the tour passed out. Yes, this happens. While I didn't experience any assaults, my legs turned icy cold from my knee to my feet, and this was in July. Very strange. So that is by Lisa Jackson, and it's on Eat, Drink, Travel. That's amazing. I want to go back and do that ghost tour now. Mm -hmm. The ghost tour I did, I believe, started in the square where they killed that guy. 
But then we went into the underground city. Yeah. Under Edinburgh. Okay. And so there's like underground tunnels and everything where a lot of the vagrant community used to reside. And then a lot of black market shit went down, mm-hmm. um, including the trade of dead bodies. Um, and so that was cool. And it was only by candlelight. You had a little candle in your hand. God. <laughs> and actually, I don't even think we did. The host was the only one that had a candle. And then there was like, 10 of us following behind this one candle. No. Yeah. So a little more, I am going to go a little more into history here. In the early 1600s, this is where it all kind of starts. A national covenant was signed swearing that Scotland would have a national religion. 50 years after its signing, Charles II took the throne and began to follow the covenant to the letter. With the help of George Mackenzie, he rounded up those not pledging to the national religion and imprisoned them. So that's why that happened. And I think it says when the first burial was. Oh, it was founded in 1561. And the first burial was sometime in the late 1500s. So um, it says. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. Some have heard noises and that they felt nauseous in 98. That's when it talks about the homeless van. Um, I have to burp. Nope, it's going to be vomit if I make it happen. Uh, there's, <laughs> uh, here's the other thing. There's perhaps a more benevolent presence that frequents the guards of Greyfriars Kirkyard, though. A dog named Greyfriars Bobby, a Sky Terrier. Aww. Legend has it that Bobby belonged to a man named John Gray. Where John, When John passed away, Bobby stood watch at his owner's grave for 14 years. Oh, I think I've heard of that. Bobby died in 1872 and was buried inside Greyfriars, not too far from where John is buried. Mm. After that, people started hearing the sounds of barking, even when they didn't see any dogs around. It's said that he's still there guarding the grave of John Gray. That's so sweet. So, dogs that are is, here. those are my two stories. I love that. Thank you. It's amazing. I thought you'd like Scotland's it. Scotland's so fun. I have never been. <laughs> Let's go. Right now. No, I'm just kidding. No, nope. Don't want to sit on a plane that long. Nope. With anyone. Nope. Um, but. We'll just take our PJ. Yeah. Scotland was incredible though. But I could, I mean, that city is so fucking old. Yeah. Just even oh, walking yeah. through different, like, I mean, and they've, the like Main Street, Princess Street or whatever through the downtown Edinburgh yeah. is heavily modernized. Yeah. Um, like there's a fucking Doc Martin store mm-hmm. on that street, the two-story Starbucks, like yeah. everything like that, you know, super fancy. But then you like, because uh, at one point we were trying to get to Calton Hill. Yeah. Um, and we broke off and went through and just like the little areas that we were walking through were just like. Mm-hmm. Fuck, this is like older than our country. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's what we kept saying when we were in London. Yeah. Was it's like, wild. This is older than our fucking country. The um the first so because we went to Glasgow first, uh, because we took a sleeper train from London to there. Mm-hmm. And um the first like church that we went to there was built in the eleven hundreds. Jesus. 
And so it had like a solid, what, fucking at least 600 years on our country. More than that. Oh, on our country? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I thought you were saying like since you were there and I was like, no. Oh, no, no. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like I just, like this church has been around fucking longer than Christopher Columbus motherfucker going over to (laughs) America and getting his shit on over there. Yeah. Killing everyone. Jesus Christ. We hate him. Anyways, um, Scotland's a really fucking cool place. Everyone should go there. If I could live in any one place in the world, well, Hawaii comes printing gloves. (laughs) (laughs) I still think I'd rather be in Scotland. Yeah. Um, Although there are some areas of Hawaii, like it fucking blew my mind. It possesses seven of the 11 climate zones in the world. Mm -hmm. And when we drove around the big island, we saw at least four of them. Yeah. Like we literally went from beach to desert to things that like I literally yeah. was like am I back in the hills like the highland hills like this yeah. is looks like Scotland yeah and then to just straight up like tropical rainforest yeah and I was just like this is insane yeah. I saw all of uh. it in one day and volcanoes like how nice how that's a it's incredible I bet so that is pretty cool but Scotland has highland cattle oh. call back to episode one yep <laughs> <laughs> I'm Becca. And I'm Josie. And, and we're, we're your, your judges. judges. And this is by the cover. No, wait. Do you want us to? Oh, shit. Okay, we'll try it again. Okay. Hi, I'm Becca. And I'm Josie. And, and we're, we're your, your judges. judges on By the Cover, a new podcast. Yeah, we're a talk show. God, we're a Josie. Com- yeah, we're a comedy talk show centered around Amazon book review culture. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, wherever podcasts are. All the we're places. There. You can't hide from us. Anyway, listen to our show. We're going to be funny. We're going to be talking about books, and it's going to be great. Yay! Promo over. Looking for a job? Check out ResWrite. ResWrite offers resumes, cover letters, and LinkedIn profiles for individuals searching for new opportunities. Resumes start at just $30. Check out ResWrite.com for more info and use my code ResWriteRMN10 for 10% off all services. Again, that is ResWriteRMN10, which is R-E-S-R-I-T-E-R-M as in mom, N as in nachos, 10 for 10% off all services. But not just a good thing. <laughs> Hi, my name is Gary. I spend a lot of time on Rogue Media. I love podcasting. Podcast makes me so happy. When I'm not doing anything else, I'm listening to Bluesville, Keep Waco Loud, and a lot of other things. I love the Rogue Media. I really hate that. I love it. (laughs) Well, I've just gotten into liking this little storytelling time beforehand where I just wing shit. Great. I'm going to set the mood. Uh, Again, have nothing prepared. Why would I? Perfect. The year is... Okay. Motherfucker, you ruined it. (laughs) (laughs) Leave that in. (laughs) 
<laughs> the year is, I don't actually know, 1892. <laughs> Let's say that. Uh, we're going to get to my stories and they're going to be wrong. 1943. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You're dancing, having a grand old time at the something ballroom in Chicago that I just forgot the name of because why would I know that? Uh, <laughs> it's, it's winging, it's going well. It is. The Liberty Grove Hall at Mozart. Okay. I don't know, 47th and Mozart. I guess that's a road in Chicago. Sure. I've only been there once. I've never been um, there. It's fun. Oh, it's almost a year ago that I went. Oh. R.I.P. Sad. Anyways, you're dancing away, having a grand old time. This young fox of a woman with beautiful blonde hair and blue eyes in a real nice little evening gown walks up to you and is like, let's dance, bitch. But she doesn't say that. She actually doesn't really talk to you at all, but she catches your eyes. She just looks at you, and then you're like, want a piece of that. Uh huh. So you go dance with her. <laughs> Great. You're dancing, dancing, and you're like, yo, let me take you home. It's 1942. I'm or polite. I said. I'm polite. I'm not trying to take you home at all. Just let me see your ankle. Right? Yeah. Is that? No, it's probably a little uh, bit older. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was mainly just going with I'm polite and not a murderer. Oh, yeah, that too. Um, but oh, Mike texted me. I know you're still recording, but reading this after. Okay. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> you distracted me. Um, you take her home. You're driving home in your little car. Okay, so it couldn't have been 1800. <laughs> we got to wait for that <laughs> Model T Ford to come out. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we're putting the pieces together but you're driving home and you're trying to take her to her place she gives you an address and you're like okay okay but then as you're driving she all of a sudden yells stop 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 and you're like oh fuck okay so you stop your car and she's gone you look around there's no house to be seen only a cemetery great yes and that cemetery would be resurrection cemetery in justice illinois all right. Which is like like ten miles outside of Chicago. Okay. So it's pretty it's pretty fucking close. Um but it is a it's a very like all of my fingers feel bruised on the nails. Did you fall? No. I fell the other day. Oh. <laughs> I fell while running real hard. My knee is very bruised again. I scraped up on my hand and I jammed my neck. Damn it. <laughs> um but resurrection cemetery. It is a very fucking old cemetery, Catholic cemetery in Chicago. Mm -hmm. uh, it is one of the largest in North America. It encompasses over 540 acres. Okay. That's a fucking lot. Yeah. And it's shaped like, I love that they said this, a huge isosceles triangle. Great. <laughs> I was like, very specific. All right. But okay. Um, it has over 152,000 graves. Not counting the 5,300, so 5,300 crypts in the mausoleum. Mm -hmm. So, like, this place has a lot of fucking dead people. Yeah. Lots of dead people. Um, and it says it is truly a mammoth of a bur burial ground. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the people around it have named it the Resurrection Triangle. It's kind of like a cute little nickname, you know? Mm -hmm. Cute. Because uh, it's isosceles and stuff. Mm -hmm. But... Also due to the strange events that have taken place there throughout the years. So like the Bermuda Triangle, stuff like that. Also, it's not a cute nickname. It's Isosceles nickname. <laughs> Isosceles. Hey, oh, get it? Because there's a cute triangle. Yeah, I do. It does good. Oh, it's a cute angles. 
I'm still. Well, there's like a right angle or a yeah. right triangle. And then isosceles. I don't know I think geometry. think isosceles has. I told you math was not my strong suit. I neither. Anyways, go ahead. I appreciate <laughs> what you're going for, though. Thank you. <laughs> um, Someone's going to write to us and be like, Megan's stupid. I would and be I'll surprised. Yeah. <laughs> but Resurrection was consecrated in 1904 and opened officially in 1912. So, again, couldn't have happened in 18. I don't know where I was going. But. It felt very old. It feels mm-hmm. very removed, and it's apparently not. <laughs> you know. But the cemetery was named in commemoration of the feast celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So that's where they're really going with that. Um, however, so, okay, a little bit more about the history first before I get into the, like, really main and only ghost. There's, you think with the amount of graves that they have, there would be more that's really about it. But I guess there is just one particular entity that is so renowned mainly because she travels to and from that young blonde girl you picked up was resurrection mary right Um, okay and i also thought with the amount of like fucking 152,000 dead people in there plus another almost 5,500 that there would be more famous people (laughs) also like in chicago like it's a decent city right and um there's only 13, like, very famous people, and I don't know any of them. Who are they? I will name them. Uh, Eddie Blazonskizik Sr. He was dubbed the Polka King. I thought that was kind of fun. Okay. Blazons. It's B-L-A-Z-O-N-C-Z-Y-K. You see my trouble. Blazonskizik. Blazonchik? Chick. That makes Maybe. sense. Yeah, I like that better. That's good. <laughs> Second is John George Ferry, and he was a U.S. congressman. Uh, he died in 84, so who knows. Martin Gorski, another U.S. congressman, died in 49. Yeah, you can see what the level of fame is here. Yeah, 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 yeah. There, Ron Haydock, rock musician, actor, writer, but he see. died in 77. Oh, huh. I don't know. Let's see. The oldest one was Joe Krupa Sr. He was a professional football player. He died in 2011. Is he related to Joanna Krupa? I don't know. He Makes sense played for me. nine seasons. Mm-hmm. Is this other Krupa in football? Well, no. She's a real housewife. Oh. She, oh. <laughs> she used to be. Maybe. Oh, there's another professional football player, Theodore A. Ted Latka. He also died in 2011. Okay. Um, but yeah, so... Pretty much everyone else there is like, uh, I don't really know any of them. So I I was like, ooh, what famous people are buried here? I thought I was going to like hit something real hot and Mm -hmm. it didn't. There was like no one. Sorry, don't want (laughs) to diminish any of your lives, but I don't know you, so you're not famous. (laughs) That's how it goes. Beautiful. Um, Anyways. Not really much. I mean, there have been other spectral sightings, such as hooded figures kind of parading around a bonfire. So it's almost like, I'm assuming like witches or a satanic cult or something that these people said they were seeing. But as they drew closer to them, all of them would disappear. And so that, yeah. So they would be like, you know, it's like Maybe it's just all the famous people getting around. It's the 13 of them. Being get sad around. that no one knows who they and are. Like, Maybe if we dance around this fire long enough, people, people will, will remember well, uh, us. <laughs> people will know my name. 
they'll uncover our big secrets and we'll be relevant again. I don't know. But they disappear once people get closer to them. Mm. Well, that plan's never going to work. Yeah. So <laughs> that is the only like other real sighting I could find okay. within the cemetery. Um, everything else is entirely tied to Resurrection Mary. Okay. Um, so she is just a well-known Chicago area ghost story of the vanishing hitchhiker. Mm-hmm. Essentially, she um, will, sh- she's appeared in multiple places, but she does a- seem to come in- out at the uh, Willowbrook Ballroom, and which I guess is not what I said earlier, but maybe there's a few different places, or I guess maybe that's where it's located, and I said the street name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Willowbrook Ball- Ballroom is the name. Um, and so she's often seen there dancing and stuff like that. And I, I read somewhere that she was often seen dancing alone, kind yeah. of like pirouetting, they said. So oh, I was okay. like, she's doing some fancy footwork <laughs> off by herself yeah. in this like white slash what has also been described as a yellowish gown, like it was left out in the sun kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And she's just sitting there by herself doing that. And people are like, who the fuck is this lady? It's yeah. Weird. Um, but some people have since danced with her and then took her home or home Mm -hmm. and she then disappeared out of the back seat of the car um is anyone ever like why are you riding in the back seat well she doesn't always ride in the back seat oh okay um so i guess let me get into some of the there were literally so many accounts i couldn't one site had at least 20 my God. Like, there was a fuck ton of counts. Like, I was like, I, I stopped reading them at one point because I was just like, I can't. There's yeah. there's literally so many. Um, but there are a few that are very notable and that have been, like, recounted on um, Unsolved Mysteries okay. and stuff like that. So, like, pretty reputable shows. Yeah. And, but, geez, like, I, I was, I, I mean, I knew of her. I've mm-hmm. heard of Resurrection Mary. I didn't realize there was this many sightings of her mm-hmm. just all out and about. Um, but so, uh, da, 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 da. actually, I want to go to this other page. It had a better description, but it is so very tiny. Look how small the words are. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. It, and it's a long page. I read most of this, um, but it's just like, Jesus Christ. Um, take all this out. Hold on. I took a screenshot of one part that was very good, but I just want to make sure I get the right part. Okay, this is a good start. Start here. (laughs) Uh, Resurrection Mary has been seen by more people than any other single ghost within the Chicagoland area. I also feel like this is more than most people have ever seen a single ghost. Like... Yeah. With act, I've never come across a ghost story where I've seen this many sightings mm-hmm. ever. So, like, she's, she's got it going on. She's apparently real strong and can show herself. But this blonde haired, blue eyed beauty has been seen since the later 1930s, according to legend. She had gone to a dance at the O'Henry Ballroom, now called the Willowbrook Ballroom, at something Ave- Archer Avenue in Willow Springs, Illinois. She apparently got into an argument with her boyfriend and decided to hitchhike home. Somewhere between the ballroom and the main gates of Resurrection Cemetery, nearly two miles away, she was struck and killed by a hit-and-run motorist and left to die on the side of the road. 
Within a few years, people began to see a girl in a long white dress and blonde hair thumbing for rides along Archer Avenue. One of the very first persons to have encountered her was a Southside man by the name of Gerald Paulus, who used to frequent the Liberty Grove and Hall near 47th Street in Mozart. The building is no longer there, but his memories of that, that's the original place I said, mm-hmm. of that night had persisted until his death in 1992. He had apparently seen her there on more than one occasion. Oh. He did not take her home the first time he yeah. saw her. So he saw her there quite a few times, which is, he is, he is the only known person to have seen her more than once. Mm-hmm. Um, but he had seen her there a few times, and then he had eventually decided to ask her to dance with him. And he said they conversed very little throughout the evening, and Paulus noticed the only thing strange about her is that she was ice cold to the touch. Well, maybe don't dance with that Because she's dead. She did. <laughs> she a corpse. Um, <laughs> her beauty and charm more than made up for her icy chill. He even commented, cold hands, warm heart. Yeah. To which there was no reply. She was just like. <laughs> to which she said, here's a fart. I am. <laughs> <laughs> If a ghost ever responded with that, I'd be like, you can take me wherever you need to. Good job. <laughs> just farts in his face. <laughs> Cold hands, warm heart, and now here's a fart. That's what you skip rope to. Yep. <laughs> um, as 11.30 p.m. approached, he decided that it was time to leave and offered her a ride home, to which she gave him an address in the Bridgeport area of Chicago. But instead of going straight home, she requested that Paulus take her down the Archer Road, as she called it. As they began to approach the main gates of the Resurrection Cemetery, she asked Paulus to pull the car off the road. She then informed him that she had to cross the road and that Paulus could not follow. The statement took him aback because, like, yeah, what the fuck? But before he could respond, she suddenly darted across the street towards the cemetery and disappeared before she ever reached the gates. Just Uh. like... Um, It was only then that he realized that he had been with the ghost that evening. And uh, his encounter was one of the ones that was recreated in the Unsolved Mysteries uh-huh. uh, show. The next day, he visited the address that she had given him. And it was told by the woman at the door that that's not possible. She did. her daughter had died previous. No. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> because Mary had died several years prior. Um and so he, and then he even was like inside their house and correctly identified the female from a photo on their mantle. Oh my God. I was like, no, I 110% took that lady home last night. I've been dating her. And yeah. I've seen her a few times. We're going steady. <laughs> we made eye contact four times. So, and then the fifth time we danced. So you're telling me that that quickie in the bathroom <laughs> was only, I was just jacking off. I was just masturbating. <laughs> I do think about that a lot of times when I masturbate. What? Like, if ghosts are just watching. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> the one's just standing over me like, son of a bitch, Caitlin. <laughs> 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 it's a real thing that crosses my mind. Okay, but here's my thing is <laughs> I'm over here talking about this dude fucking a ghost, and you you say I do think about that sometimes while I'm masturbating, and that's why I was like, I'm no. sorry, what? I don't I don't think of like fucking. Oh a ghost. my god. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> my face hurts. Ow. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Gold. <laughs> um. 
else is here? Jacob, do you have friends here? Jacob, do you have friends? You can't have friends. <laughs> Only us. You didn't even invite us here. You're eating the birthday. Whatever. Are there other people here? Are there other people here? Who are you talking to then? How you got her number? <laughs> hey, mom. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> I- <laughs> there was another incident where a cab driver took her home and this is where she did <laughs> what it's like bitch didn't even pay me <laughs> she she told me keep it running yeah <laughs> i don't know what do they say oh to cab drivers God. is that is that it yeah keep so. it running sure i don't, I don't use cab i've used an uber anyways <laughs> um <laughs> sorry oh wait hold on because that's out again too I skipped ahead to the wrong part. Okay, here we go. Resume. I'm on, this guy, the cab driver, it says a more mysterious encounter happened to a cab driver that apparently came in contact with her ghost near the intersection of Archer Avenue and Willow, Willow Spring Roads. So this time she was not in the ballroom like dancing and mm-hmm. stuff. She was, I guess no one picked her up. Yeah. So she was like standing outside of it. Okay. And uh, not far from the like old willow spring shopping center and the willowbrook ballroom so she was just like i got done dancing all over my face right now it's beautiful and she was like i'm gonna go stand outside and wait for someone to pick me up um and so he recounts the night as follows uh i guess his name is ralph i'm pretty sure he lost his job for talking about this oh no he didn't someone else did someone else like talked about it and they fucking lost their job god yeah it's insane. Um, but yeah, like that's how many people have seen her. Uh, but the Ralph, the cab driver, says it was Thursday night, would have been two weeks ago. And he said, I was basically lost. And he said, I dropped this big spender way the hell up down Palos Heights or Hills or someplace like that. And I don't know what that means, but okay. somewhere where it was 79. So okay. he didn't have GPS. Yeah. So somewhere far away. And he was trying to make his way back to the tollway. He said he had just turned on to Archer down there where it's still kind of a lonely road, especially at midnight. And there she was. She was standing there with no coat on by the entrance to this little shopping center. And he goes, no coat. And it was one of those real cold ones, too. Yeah. (laughs) And she didn't put her thumb out or nothing like that. She just looked at my cab. He says, of course, I stopped. I figured maybe she had car trouble or something. She, he says she hopped right in the front seat. She had on this fancy kind of white dress like she'd just been to a wedding or something. And those new kinds of disco-type shoes with the straps in that. <laughs> he says, she was a looker, a blonde. He says, I didn't have any ideas or like that. She was young enough to be my daughter, 21 tops. And I was like, yikes. Um, <sighs> yeah. He says, I asked her where she was going, and she said she had to get home. I asked her what was wrong, if she had car trouble or, or what, what it was, but she didn't really answer me. He put she was fuzzy. Maybe she had a couple of drinks or something or was just tired. I don't know. And he says, oh, the only thing she really did say was the snow came early this year or the snows came early this year or something like that is what he says. And he says, other than that, she just nodded when I asked sometimes if we were supposed to just keep going up Archer. She was just looking out the window at the snow and the trees and all that. And her mind was a million miles away, he says. Maybe she smoked something. (laughs) Who knows? It's 79. What the hell? Yeah. (laughs) He goes a couple miles up Archer there. She jumped with a start like a horse and said, here, here. And hit and he hit the brakes so she was just like uh-huh. i imagine like backseat driving like yeah stop 
Here, here. Oh, is that chosen the front seat? Yeah. Front oh, I'm seat. sorry. Passenger seat. Yeah, yeah, it's backseat yeah. driving. I'm sorry. I don't I'm, know if there's a passenger seat no, driving. it's all called backseat driving. I'm the <laughs> fucking worst. Here I'm here. halfway here. I love you. <laughs> he put, he said, I looked around and didn't see any kind of house. And he put, where? I said, and then she sticks out her arm and points across the road to my left and says, there. And that's when it happened. He said, I looked to my left and at this little shack. And when I turned, she was gone. She just vanished and the door never opened. He said, may the good Lord strike me dead. It never opened. And he actually did refuse his name out of fear that he would lose his job Mm -hmm. and be perceived as a raving lunatic. (laughs) Um, But there were other people who did lose their job over it. And then there was someone who... Um, how I mentioned she was like possibly killed in a hit and run Uh accident um, who encountered her spirit running across the road and and thought, yeah. And, but like, it was real enough that like she called the police and there was a body laying in the road and stuff. And once the police just before the police arrived, the body disappeared and like, there's still an indent in the grass, like of a body shape and stuff. And they were just like, the fuck and she was she was in hysterics obviously yeah. like you just hit someone and then also they're gone yeah like, i would be freaking out too um so there's a bunch of different ideas of uh-huh. who this mary could be there's even this one she's the most like viable option mm-hmm. but it's not really like set in stone yeah um so some believe that she is Mary Bregovi. I don't know. Sure. Who died in an automobile accident on March 10th, 1934 and was buried at Resurrection Cemetery in grave number 9819. Your address. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I live at 9819 Resurrection Cemetery. Um, section MM near 79th Street. However, don't attempt to find the grave, it says, because it's unmarked and was said to have eventually been bulldozed after World War II when the graveyard needed more space. So they just mm-hmm. flattened everything and probably put some more bodies on top. Mm. So that's really cool. Um, <laughs> now, here's my question. Are you ready? Yeah, I don't know. The guy who has her address, can he not look it up in public record who that house belonged to? It could have also been like still a different person. Yeah. And he also could have fabricated it all. That's right. So. But you see where I'm going? Like, if she gave you that address. I do think that this person is maybe um, maybe one of the closest options. Yeah. Um, well, but, I'm just saying, because you went to that house and identified yeah. her. Yeah. So. It could have been, that could have been a Mary. And then all the other ones, I don't know. I agree. Yeah. But this Mary, Mary Bergovi, Bergovi, she was born April 7, 1912, and used to live at 4611 South Damon Avenue in Chicago. I feel like I just gave her all of her info away. Yeah. I'm sorry. And was, <laughs> um, uh, I don't want to say all that. Dun, 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 dun. Anyways, the accident was only, oh, wait. She had a very pretty orchid dress, and he remembers having to stitch part of her face due to the accident. Oh, that's why they talked about where she was waked in the funeral home. I was like, what? Oh, so you just stitch your face. Ew. But an orchid dress, that's not white. Anyways, the accident was reported briefly in the Chicago Tribune, March 11, 1934. It said, girl killed in crash. Miss Mary's Bregovi, 21 years old. Her address was killed last night when an auto in which she was riding cracked up 
at a word missing street and Wacker Drive. I guess it's very old. Uh, John Riker, 23 of 15. Why do they put their addresses yeah. in it? <laughs> Suffered a possible skull fracture and is in the county hospital. John Dole also was in the car. And they list everyone in all their addresses. We're shaken up God. and scratched, which is so weird. The scene of the accident is known to police as a danger spot. And uh, yeah, so, which is just weird. Why did they list their addresses? That's wild. That is. Maybe, I guess just a different time. Maybe that's like one of the only ways people can find out. I don't know. It is it's a little bit older, but still like, this is like 49 or 34 Okay, that's that's pretty old. Um, <laughs> but um, they told the police they did not see the L substructure, which is, I guess, where they had the collision. Mm-hmm. And the L substructure uh, in question is located in downtown Chicago. So according to this report, we're to believe it, she was not killed hitchhiking down Archer Avenue from the O'Henry Ballroom, but instead in mm-hmm. that accident. Again, that doesn't really line up. So, like, is it really this Mary? Who knows? But after the article came out in 1983, Vern Rutowski, who knew ba- Mary, but Begra- I can't fucking Mary B. <laughs> in real life, I just want to keep calling her Begravy. <laughs> in real life, produced several faded photographs showing Mary standing in the running boards of an old Model A and T. However, these photographs show her as having short brown or dark wavy hair cut just past her cheekbones and not the long blonde hair always reported in the Resurrection Mary encounters. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, she's like one of the few Marys actually buried in. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess not one of the few. Mary's a pretty common name. But like, yeah. I don't know, like who was killed around the same area yeah. and stuff. And so she is the most viable option, but also like, her actual physical appearance doesn't match. But who knows? Maybe you can be like, I fucking wanted to be a blonde my whole yeah. life. So in my afterlife, I'm going to be blonde. So maybe maybe she pulled one of those. I don't know. I don't know how the being dead works. Um, <laughs> um, in 1992, Chicago Tribune, Tribune article indicated that records kept at the Santala funeral home described Mary B. as a 17-year-old factory worker who died en route to the Iroquois Hospital, even though death records clearly indicate that she was a month shy of her 22nd birthday. So there's another discrepancy there. Um, yeah. 17-year-old factory yeah. worker, 22-year-old birth. Yeah. yeah. So, like, is she even a fucking real person? Who knows? Yeah. Um, and so this is kind of coming to a close. And so it's, this article then goes on to say, so what does this all add up to? We have a beautiful blonde or dark brown haired young woman who was either killed in downtown Chicago from being thrown from a vehicle that had struck her and an elevated train support. Oh, I don't fucking even know that. Or was run down and hit by a driver along Archer Avenue who ranges in age from 17 to almost 22 and was supposedly buried in resurrection cemetery in a plot that cemetery officials have unmarked or was moved or never existed. A ghost that either bent the cemetery bars. Oh, yeah, there's a, another thing, which I watched videos of the bars, and I was like, that doesn't look like handprints at all. Yeah. There's one time where she was in a car. She vanished, and er, I'm sorry. Someone called in because they saw this woman wandering mm-hmm. the cemetery after hours and was locked in. Just don't call that in. Yeah. <laughs> so they called the police, and they went, and they like were going over the megaphone and everything like hello are you here couldn't find her and then they came across the like entrance bars to the cemetery and two of them had been Mm -hmm. like plied open Uh and it was said to have hand marks i i saw where there was a 
different in coloration. It mm-hmm. did not look like hand marks to me. Apparently, I drew a large crowd, though, and so much into the point, like, where it was about to approach Halloween that they removed the, the gate entirely and replaced it with, like, essentially chicken wire. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, That nope. makes sense. Yeah, until it could be repaired. Yeah. Um, because, like, it was undrawing, like, it's stupid, yeah. unnecessary crowd. Yeah. I do want to go to the cemetery. I'm yeah. to be honest. <laughs> but so that is what it means by saying a ghost had either bent the cemetery bars and attempt to prove her existence or a careless cemetery worker simply backing into the bars. That was what someone said that mm-hmm. someone backed into it. I'm a believer, but I maybe believe yeah. that more. Anyways, local residents and ghost researchers and patrons of the Chet Melody's Lounge, which is now what it is, um, are firm believers in Mary. Every Halloween, bartenders place a drink at the end of the bar just in case she decides to make an appearance. In the Ballad of Resurrection, Mary is played in the jukebox. There's several songs. Oh, wow. Like, dedicated to her. So there's, like, just something about, like, there's a resurrection, the Ballad of Resurrection, Mary. There's just other ones that are called, like, Mary and stuff like that. And they just, like, they're all about giving a ride home to a woman who then just disappears. Hmm. Several songs. And apparently, even a rap version entitled... Res Mary <laughs> was released a few years ago. Um, but yeah, so she's fucking, there's so many, like there's, you could literally do like a whole series on her and yeah. I'm sure there are, but like the amount of sightings that she had was just stupid. I don't, yeah. Like I gave up reading halfway through because I was just like, Jesus Christ. And they're all relatively the same. Like, yeah. I mean, same kind of. I mean, how many times can you tell the same story? Yeah. And so it was just like, eh. I mean, but then there were a few like where she darted in front of cars and then disappeared or actually had a collision with them. And then like her ghost body was like, mm, this will be fun. Let's just stay here in the grass for a little bit. And right before the cops go, we'll peace out. And this bitch will go, oh, my God, am I crazy? Oh and she's like, I'm going to fuck with everyone. Yeah. So, uh, she seems kind of fun to me. There's also some horror films made about her all, I believe, entitled entitled Resurrection Mary. Yeah. Um, in which she's perceived as a very like malicious mm-hmm. spirit. I don't get those vibes from yeah. her from this. I think she was just, she was fucking killed. And then she's yeah. just reliving a fun night. Yeah. And before she died. Yeah. Um, but here she's going to her favorite bar and just dancing, pirouetting in a corner by her fucking self. I don't know. You do you, Mary. Yeah. Fuck. You're doing better than me. Well. Well, she's dead. So. Yeah. Well, I don't that's it this week. It is. I do have a fun dream to tell you real fast. Oh, yes. <clears throat> It's pretty wild. <laughs> Anyways, I had this dream this morning, last night, um, at some point. Uh, I made the wonderful decision to watch the Cirque de Freak Vampire's Assistant Great. film uh-huh. <laughs> last night. I, I read all those books as a kid. I remember when the movie came out, I was excited. Yeah. It sucked. Yeah. Uh, seeing it apart from the books, though, I was like, eh, it was okay. Anyways, Octa, the spider, is a big part Okay. Of both the film and the book. Um, and so I had this dream where I've also been watching a lot of Attack on Titan, the anime, in which they like zip around from like building to building on like these cool things. Uh-huh. And um, so I guess at one point we were kind of doing that, like we were finding something and zipping around. But then there was also this spider and the spider came along and she laid eggs in my throat. No. Yeah. It's pretty gross. Um <laughs> And she, um, so she laid eggs in my throat and I was 
you know, like when you have something stuck on your tonsil, uh-huh. I was trying to retell the story to my brother. And then I was like, Oh wait, you don't have tonsils. He got them taken out. <laughs> and he was like, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> but that feeling like when there's something just stuck back there, it's kind of what it felt like. And like, and then, you know, like in the horror films when they're like pulling hair out of their throat, <laughs> that's kind of like what I imagine. I, I mean, I don't know what that feels like, obviously, but I, that's what it felt like <clears throat> to me. What I, what it looks like is what it felt like. That makes uh-huh. sense. And um, so I was like sitting there pulling and I could feel like the sack of like the spider eggs. Nope, we're done with this. <laughs> no, I got to tell you. <laughs> but like I couldn't pull on it too hard because it started like ripping and like tearing from my throat. Um, eventually I like coughed it up like with all my phlegm and shit and was just like, I have to imagine, was I like fucking like coughing hard as shit in my like real life? Like was Kitty going like, what the fuck is wrong with this bitch? Because like I was like uh, about to vomit. Like I think I actually did vomit in the uh, dream like to get it out. Uh, but then after it came out, I then pulled this like crystallized mass from my throat that was, it was like that big. Oh, uh, cool. So like, you know, borderline palm size for yeah. my tiny hands. Um, and it was like a pale green color with like black specks in it. And it was almost like um like an arrowhead, you know, uh-huh. that like real mattified, but like yeah flaky kind of texture yeah it kind of looked like that and i just like i don't know where the fuck it came from but like i was just like pulled out this mask and then i started pulling out thin like phyllo dough sheet thin pieces from my cheeks and i just like had a fucking like pile of these like thin i don't know it's a weird shit and then i woke up isn't that weird i wonder what it means yeah i would look into it yeah having spider lay eggs in your throat and then like spitting up dried kiwi or something yeah <laughs> I don't know. that's exactly what it sounds like <laughs> but that's a rock anyways well, that really is all for this week yep you can reach out to us if you have anything to say uh on facebook yes oh go ahead yes <laughs> that is uh what's your excuse podcast and that is with spaces and apostrophes yes oh sorry you can it's also reach we... out to us through Wait. email but Oh, Facebook on. one is our yeah. Facebook is oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're gonna restart. This. Restart. <laughs> you can reach out to us. You can do email first. Yeah. Or you can reach out to us through email. You can send us an email the way that Nikki did. Yeah. Uh, make it long. Make it lovely. We loved it. And that is at what's your excuse podcast at gmail.com. One uh-huh. giant mashed up word. You can reach out to us on Instagram. Yes. And that is what's your excuse podcast. No spaces. No apostrophes. None of that shit. Yep, or you can find us on Facebook. And that is at What's Your Excuse Podcast with spaces and apostrophes because there we're not animals. That's right. We are at the lovely Rogue Media Network Studios. We're at the new studio. It's Uh, so fun. We are grateful for for them. For them. For them. Um, (laughs) And then also, if you want to help support us, Mm -hmm. you can find us on Patreon and become a patron. Just make a small pledge every month and you will get... Shout outs. That's and right. Potentially other things. Yeah. Just like these people do. These lovely <laughs> yeah. individuals do. Yeah. Uh, we have Brian and Amanda. That's right. We also have Brandon. And we have Jeffrey. And Shelby. So you can go become a patron at patreon.com. That is P A T R E O N dot com slash what's your excuse podcast. That's right. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on whatever podcasting platform flips your flapjack. Floats your boat, bubbles your butt. 
I don't know. Rattles your bones. <laughs> Rattles your bones. That's what my t-shirt says. It glows in the dark. Um, <laughs> but yeah, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe us. That is the only way we'll, we, we will ever become relevant. Yeah. And so, tell your friends. Yes. And tell, tell them to do the same. Exactly. You can find us on a few different platforms. Yep. You can find us on uh, Apple Podcasts. That's right. And also Spotify. And Pandora. And Google Play. And Stitcher. That's right. I think that's it. I believe so. Um. So go do Pandora. Did we say Pandora. that? Okay, great. So, I always forget about that one. Yeah. Sorry. Me too. Fuck you, Pandora. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I have nothing against you. All right. Well, that's it. <laughs> Why are you still trying? <laughs> Bye. Bye. This has been great. I got my clowns. What's your excuse? I love that. Oh. Yeah, that 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 that's all folks. Alright. I'm a piggy. <laughs> Great. Bye bye. This has been a Rogue Media Network Podcast.